morning, all souls. I'm Ebony C. Peace, your A. Powell Davies intern. Summer 2017, I sat at the bedside of my father at a rehabilitation center. I felt that the more I showed up, the better care he would receive. I believed that if I made clear by my actions how engaged I was in his care, they would think twice before abusing or mistreating him, if the thought happened to cross their minds. I was paranoid. Rightly or wrongly so, it did not matter. As a Black person, I grew up learning not to trust our healthcare system. This is despite the fact that both of my parents worked in the healthcare system. They knew it enough not to trust it. Growing up, all my doctors were hand-chosen people of color. So it was just natural for me to be assertive and present in my father's care. For a very similar reason, I joined the parent-teacher association at my children's school. If I showed up and participated, they would know that I cared. They would know that I'm watching them. <laughs> They would think twice before doing any wrong to those in my life who I loved the most. That was five years ago. Today, I'm still in the PTA. Not only do I just want to know what's going on at my children's school, I also want them to know I'm watching them. <laughs> I love my children and I admit I am what some call a mama bear. When it comes to my parents, I'm definitely a daughter bear, if that's a thing. <laughs> Within the past five years, my father never fully recovered from his stroke. He is still paralyzed on one side, not able to speak in a way that can be understood. My mother has dementia. My parents, my spouse, my two children, and my two cats all lived together in a multi-generational household for the past six years. Six months ago, my brothers and I moved our parents to a senior living home three minutes up the road. I wanted a place nearby where I could drop in unannounced to act on my daughter bear tendencies. We would have kept them home, but the 24-hour in-home staff we had struggled to keep my mom from wandering outside in the middle of the night. A relative said to me recently, you are so lucky that your parents are alive. You should be grateful they're still with you. I am, but their words did not make me feel better, which I believe was their intention. My parents are physically here, but are they really with me? Am I not allowed to grieve for the major change that occurred just because their hearts are still beating? On my worst days, I am unsettled. I walk on the fine line of being grateful for what I have and grieving for what I do not have, what was lost, what could have been. Many consider me a member of the sandwich generation, that group of people who are caring diligently for aging parents on one end and dependent children on the other, 
all at the same time, squashed. Speaking of children, I've been with child four times and yet only have two to show for it. On my worst days, just as I am when dealing with my parents' issues, on this particular issue, I am unsettled. I walk on the fine line of being grateful for what I have and grieving for what I do not have, what was lost, what could have been. Children who I never got to kiss. A father who can no longer speak or walk. The loss of my mother's peace of mind. I take no joy from knowing others suffer too. I take no joy in it, but I do find comfort that I'm not alone. That my grief is different from your grief, but we each have grief. That the gratefulness of my joy has its roots in something very different from your joy, but it is still joy. We each have grief. We each have joy. We are community. Not a day goes by that I'm not deeply caretaking for my children or my parents. Some days with my parents, I find myself talking to and spending more time with their caretakers and doctors than with my parents themselves. It's easier. It's easier than engaging with and bearing witness to someone I love in a condition I do not think they deserve. Instead of feeling painfully sandwiched between two heavy loads smashed in between, I reimagine I am anchored by the love of my parents on one side and the love of my children on the other, anchored, not smashed, held, not imprisoned. My parents loved me so hard when they were well, that despite my father's stroke and the dissipation of my mother's mind, the feeling of their love never dissipated from me. I learned that illness could wreak havoc on the body and mind, but the spirit will never falter. There are some things so sacred, illness can never overtake. I am inspired by Native Americans, indigenous people. They have a whole different perspective on time. They look back to the past seven generations that came before them. They tell their stories and keep the wisdom of the elders alive. They also look ahead to seven generations, their future descendants, their future community. I get a sense that the indigenous people took pride, not pain from being in the middle, from being in between sacred space. They know a lot about sandwich generation strength. It is the link between the past and the future, the strength that holds wisdom while sowing the harvest so the future can grow 
and flourish. May we remain steadfast and strong. May we honor our ancestors, learn from their wisdom. Though we may not be a direct recipient of the benefits of our work, if anyone in the seven generations to come will benefit, may this work, our work, be worthy and sacred. Holy work. May it be so. Thank you.